Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including A Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and welcome to our panel discussion for Butterfly Trap and Ludo Art Thou, the latest episodes of Star vs. the Force of Evil that aired on Saturday. This is our second-a-week Star podcast uh, that we have added to our rotation while Star is weekly, where we will be uh, we have a panel who you'll be meeting shortly that will be breaking down various questions about the latest episodes of star and then the twist is they will be graded on their answers on a five point scale based off of uniqueness reasoning and quote-unquote correctness Um, and we will determine a winner at the end so a game show format um based on people's uh knowledge slash um (laughs) nonsense about these latest star episodes um, if you, uh, listen to our last week's one, we, I think I'm keeping four out of the six same questions. So you guys can like kind of follow, play along at home each week. Uh, mostly it's going to be the same questions rotated through. Um, and, uh, yeah. So find us at overlyanimated.com. Um, and make sure to subscribe to our star feed on iTunes, overly animated star or on YouTube. If you're listening there, a lot of people listen to our star stuff on YouTube. You can subscribe to not miss any of our star podcasts. Uh, make sure you check out our recap for Butterfly Trap and Ludo Art Thou. But yeah, let's start off this panel. You will meet our panelists as uh, they answer our first question, which is, uh, which episode did you like more of these two? And uh, what made it stand out to you? Um, but I have a twist on top of this first question, guys, oh, because oh. this is a lopsided uh, <laughs> two two episodes. I uh, will be incentivizing you to pick the Ludo episode by grading it on a ten point scale. So <laughs> if if you pick, oh, if well. you pick Ludo Art though, and you successfully argue for it perfectly, you can get ten points. Um, but you can only get up to five points for arguing for Butterfly Trap. But you could still get zero for Ludo, too, if I don't like your answer. So risk-reward here. Who's going to pick Ludo or Art Thou to argue for it? Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let, let's do that, and let's meet our first panelist, the returning champion, uh, Alex Bonilla. Alex, hello, and uh, which, are you, which episode are you going to pick here? Hola, everybody. Um, I, arg- uh, I argued for Ludo or Art Thou being a good episode on our original podcast. And I still believe that it is a very strong episode to the point where I can justify it being better than Butterfly Trap. I think it especially works when you consider the fact that it, it works its tone really well. It's a very dramatic, a, a, a tight family drama between Dennis and Ludo. It starts uh, off in this very uh, uncomfortable position seeing Dennis and his, and his parents interact. And then he, Dennis is trying to figure some anchor in his life goes out to find Ludo and find that Ludo is also going insane and is doing his best to rescue Ludo. But in the process, he is facing his own demons and the episode shifts to the, that kind of like horror thriller atmosphere. It, it, the, the, show, the show does a really good job of just making the entire episode feel uncomfortable, but in a way that puts you in Dennis, Dennis's shoes of just his entire life being an, an entire wreck. But that makes the, the climax all that more rewarding, seeing him finally fight through and defend himself. And in the process, winning Ludo over, rescuing Ludo from at least one of the many demons that he has to face on his own. So I do think that Ludo Where Thou was more successful in terms of its message and being focused on a, on a tone, on a style. 
Okay, that was not very definitive. You did not say uh, that was the better episode <laughs> at the end there. And I also, I think you were enticed by the ten points, Alex. I think I think you weren't originally. Also, I'm the that. only one here who enjoys Ludo episodes. I think so. Uh, we'll I, see. I, I don't know. We'll see if other people try for it. Yeah, but we'll okay. see. But like, I, I I do think that Ludo was a great episode. Ludo Art that was a great episode for sure. Okay, one vote for Ludo Art Thou. Uh, let's uh, hear from Sam Quattro. Hello, and which episode are you picking here? Hello, I'm not going to be that person who picks Ludo just because the 10 points, because, <laughs> yeah, if anyone was going to do it, it's going to be Alex, because I, I don't care about Ludo. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. You're a hater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I pick Butterfly Trap, obviously, because it harkens back to the great courtroom dramas of yesteryear. You know, To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, Chicago, uh, 12 Angry Men, Few Good Men, Aaron Brockovich, all of those. But you can add Butterfly Trap to that list wow, of great right, in, right into the Pantheon, man. Yeah, you know how, like, they have, um, on, like, A&E or Bravo or whatever, they always have, like, lists of, like, the greatest hundred courtroom dramas or whatever in movies? This is it. This is number one. Wow. Number, number one? Past? Yeah. Wow. Okay, that is that is a definitive statement. I like it. Okay, um, so w- one vote for each episode. Uh, next up, we have Michael Helton. Uh, Michael, hello, and uh, which are you picking here? I I'm picking Ludo. Where art thou? And I have originally was planning on picking this before mm-hmm. the ten points. Sure. So oh, oh no, I was. So you know, um, as you guys said in the original podcast, Butterfly Trap didn't really tell us anything that we couldn't have already inferred from Eclipse of the Moon. What, meanwhile, Ludo, where art thou? Kind of expands like the lore of the show. Like we're in this new place that we haven't ever been to before. Um, we're learning. We're, we're seeing Ludo learn kind of like what what love is because everyone else is like, oh, Ludo. It's just Ludo. Ludo episodes are bad. Let's kick him out. Um, but and we also see Dennis learn how to stand up for himself and prove prove himself to well himself and Ludo um, and kind of stand up to his parents, even though I mean it wasn't. Really, their parents, but you know, that's that's some hidden lore that we'll, we can get into later if you really want to get into that. And we also learned that something happened between Ludo and Bird, which is also a new mystery to explore <laughs> wow, and yeah. theorize about. <laughs> that's true. That's that was that's an unsolved mystery here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, everyone ship. That's that why Ludo is Ludo. Where art thou? Is the better episode from okay. this week at Star. Wow. Okay. That's that's more definitive. I like it. I like it. Um, Steve Zack, uh, hi, and which episode are you picking? Oh, well, this week I'm doing a new strategy. I'm, last week wrote all my answers down. This week I'm just playing seat of my pants here. Oh, and that's, so that's, gonna... that's not going to pay off, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I'm going to flip a coin to the side. Wow. <laughs> okay. Sound effects? Uh, Interesting. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a real coin. Um, okay, I guess to, since it's heads, I'm going to pick, um... Uh, butterfly He's hesitating. Trap. He's hesitating. <laughs> butterfly, butterfly trap. trap. Why? I just the episode for a second. Butterfly trap. Um, only because I j- I just love the uh, supernatural of of the truth box. I think that's free- that's very very great. Um, awesome. What I'm most interested in, I love though the family like drama of backstories of what y- what you think you know. It's like a it's like watching an old episode like of uh, shows like Dallas or Dynasty, and you, f- and I, and is plus this gives me a birth to a new theory I have, and I really believe this is that Q 
King Sebastian is Fonstinus. Yeah, I get you know, I really think he is the biological father of Fonstinza. Look up these names. Um we can't tell you King Shastakan. Yeah. Is the biologic father of who? I didn't get the second one. Festivia. He's Festivia. Festivia. Because I really think he's the type of guy who probably had something on the side with some random peasant woman. So he's a person who might say, I'm better than peasant woman, but I think he he has it. He's one of the type of people that will have affairs with the help. So oh, okay. So so you think it's a it's a double it's a double uh, reverse. Uh, it's it's uh, bamboozle and Star yes. actually still is a princess after. Yes, all. yes, that's what I I believe. Okay. And I, and, and yeah, and also Festivia. Yeah, it really is a character who I haven't seen, but a character I'm more I'm very calm, intrigued by, it, more interested. I want to see more of her. I'm hopefully maybe get to meet her in a flashback, or maybe the ghost of her can talk to Star. Uh, festivia the fun yeah that would be it'd be good to see her outside of the book okay um that theory was basically unrelated to the question steve but i do like throwing in random theories that is that that it was a one point answer until you threw in the theory so i'll give you four points um uh, sam i think had the best answer of everyone but wow. it was only out of five so sam gets the full five points Thank i you. love listing off all of the the movies and then saying this is better than all of them it we, is. Like, we like uh. the, we like definitive statements here um, and then, uh, we have a uh, reverse, uh, outcomes for the people that chose the, uh, <laughs> the Ludo episode. Alex, all I believe you did was recap the episode and it did not enhance my understanding of it. So you only get a two out of 10. And then Michael gets a seven out of 10, a solid answer. Um, because, uh, we threw in the, the ship with the, the bird and Ludo. Uh, we had, we had some, we once had some again, good you there. are unconvinced by objectivism. You go straight to shipping. What is your problem see, with this? I, I didn't show? say I anything about a ship, but now <laughs> yeah, I'm see, that's my interpretation he's, he's, of it. He's hearing things that aren't even being said. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait for question three. Okay. Like, uh, you're, you're right. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I did think that was the better. That, that did more to convince me. It said there's more, more, more there that we didn't already know. Um, brought up, yeah, I think Alex, you just brought this up in our Discord that this might be uh, new information with this dimension that can't be located that might be relevant down the line. Uh, yeah, the, uh, there's a moment where Dennis is putting the scissors in the alchemy, uh, it's the alchemy kit, trying to figure out where it is, and it changes colors all the time. He can't find it. And uh, if that's the thing that comes back, that would actually be an interesting method for a, a villain to say hide from star, star or moon in the Magic High Commission. It, it might just be a one-off thing for like Ludo to have been hard to find because he got thrown into the void. But it would be interesting if that got uh, it's exploited by someone later on in the show. Maybe mm-hmm. even uh, Star herself, if she's um, having an identity crisis and you want to go where uh, someone can't find you. I don't know. Um, she throws herself into the void. <laughs> yes, and goes and meets Ludo. That, to be honest, that sounds like something the show well, is. But this definitely felt most Twilight Zone type episode. Yes, That's what I'm know. saying. It has a very interesting tone, very different from normal Star versus the Forces. I also, I also didn't buy the answer, Alex, because you said Butterfly Trap was one of the best episodes of the show on the recap. So, um, <laughs> at, like, 
contradictory. As a coin well. landed on tails, that would have been my explanation of comparing it to the Twilight Zone. Please continue I mean, to, to, uh, to flip both, a coin for every answer, Steve. Please do that. They're, they're, they're both really great episodes, and I think I both of them could that. be called the best episodes of the show, quite frankly. Mm. Okay, you have a, okay. Um, I'm going to subtract a point for that, Alex. So Alex moves <laughs> to one point because that, that, that was uh, intentionally just to piss me off. So let's move on to uh, let's let's speed things up here and move on to question two, which is uh, which character was MVP of the week? Who uh, who was your favorite character who contributed the most? However, you want to interpret that from either episode. Which character MVP of the week, Steve? Oh, MVP Romulus. Okay, why? Not, why? Yeah, not only did he's the one who confessed over their secrets there, but he also gave us the kind of the birth of a new ship, Romulus and Moon. A ship none of us like, but hey, he went out there, man, and it and it gave us like. We look at his relationship in Moon in past episodes in a whole new light. I bet you there's fic of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's on. There's it. probably fic of it before this episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I just and I just felt like someone has to say Romulus. That just uh, he's like probably the least everyone's least favorite member of the High Magic Commission. So I had to give the guy some love this week. I think there's a lot of Romulus fans. I think I think Delaney's a big Romulus fan, so uh, we'll we'll hear about that. But yeah, okay, good choice, Steve. Uh, Michael, who's your MVP of the week? Dennis from Ludo, where art thou? Because Ludo, I mean, nobody likes Ludo. Like you, like Ludo's parents, they're like the Dylans of the Star Universe. <laughs> yes. They just don't care about him. Um, but Dennis, he he actively wants to go and try to seek him out and kind of form a meaningful relationship with him and give him another chance. And De- Dennis is just just the best this week. Okay. Yeah, that that's, uh, that's a solid answer, an obvious answer here. Michael got to it first. So um, Alex has to readjust. Uh, that was my <laughs> prediction for Alex's answer. Sam, who's your MVP of the week? Obviously, my MVP for the week is the Truth Box. <laughs> primarily because we got to see all of his different modes we got bachelorette mode hey girls party uh intervention mode uh party mode some other modes i don't remember trial mode obviously so you know we got to see like a whole new dimension of the truth box and i can't wait to explore the other ones mm, a whole new dimension i think that's a pun on the show but yeah okay good the truth box, a character. I buy it. I'm not even going to ask for I mean, it is a character. It has a voice actor and everything. Does that, is that what constitutes a character? Yes. Having a voice actor? Mm-hmm. Okay. God, that, that, would, that is a good defense. Uh, Alex, it seemed to speak for itself. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, it did at the end when it left. <laughs> yeah. I want, uh, is the truth box sapient? That's, that's a discussion. It is. Before. Okay. Uh, Alex, who's your MVP? Well, you know, the name of the show is Star versus the Forces of Evil. And hey, for once, Star Butterfly showed up. In, in Butterfly Trap, I do think that despite her, her few appearances, but her, the lines that she gets are very important to the story and end up elevating the episode to what the level that it, it actually is, is one of the best episodes of the show. They're, especially like uh, in when they're getting trapped by the bots, uh, she's the one who la- who just lays out to the Magic High Commission like y- you guys are being hypocrites. Like how does lying make you any different from the person you're trying? And that's what part of what ends up getting Romulus to spill the beans. And then of course the final sequence where uh, Star expresses her her utter sadness and then frustration with the the realization that they're no longer royals, of believing that they're nobodies. 
that's going to set a lot in motion. And also it, that adds a lot of emotional heft to the end of the, uh, that entire episode. So I do think that Star, for her few appearances, brought a lot of heat in her lines. Uh, I especially like just the angry delivery that she gives in, in those fi- final moments. So, yeah, Star makes that episode as great as it is. Mm, okay. I'm conflicted. On one hand, obviously I love Star. On the other hand, I didn't think she was used enough in that episode. I'll give you a four on that one, Alex. Sam with another perfect answer gets a five. Oh, thank um, you. Michael, a three for the Dennis. Um, although, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, too harsh on the conventional answers. Steve, four? Uh, okay, sure. I wrote it down already. So <laughs> after two rounds, uh, I believe uh, Michael and Sam are tied for the lead uh, with Alex bringing up the rear. And uh, let's move on to our third question uh excited i'm excited to hear the answers for which ship won the week um just to note steve already brought up the obvious answer of uh romulus and moon so i don't know uh but uh yeah which ship uh, was the big winner here let's start with michael okay so i think what what should qualify as best ship would be something that isn't wouldn't be acceptable in previous episodes mm. So I'm leading to Eclipsa and Moon, which this will mainly, the main reason is this will remove River from the equation and we can get rid of River episodes throughout Mm -hmm. the rest of the show, which would just enhance Star versus the forces of evil. Um, And this will also give us confirmed LGBT rep in as main characters in the Disney cartoon. So. So this is this is uh, pl- plausible now because they are not related, right? That's what you mean. Correct. Yes. yes. Okay. So uh, was, before you couldn't ship it out of bounds. Now uh, it's happening. Everyone's hot new ship. I like that answer. Okay. Uh, Sam, uh, ship of the week. Wow, I don't know if I can beat that answer. I like this answer a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, I am kind of basic. I said Sean X. His reaction gif-like faces. Wait, wait is, are you shipping him with himself? Yes. Can, is that, can you do that? Yes. Okay, continue. Um, so people do that all the time. Reaction they, gifs? Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you ever been on Tumblr? Were you on Tumblr when the 2012 movie The Lorax came out? Oh, no. I mean, I, I don't. I blocked out on memory. With himself, Dylan. Oh, that's what you're referring to. Okay, talk yes. about the reaction gifts. Come on. The reaction gifts. Well, obviously, on um, the official Disney XD Twitter, uh, posted some reaction gifts of Sean's faces. I'm like, oh, that's like a good look on Sean. So, like, I feel <laughs> like he would appreciate that for himself. <laughs> yeah, you know, he'd just look at himself in the mirror and be like, oh, yeah. Are you saying he's killing it with his selfies on Instagram? <laughs> okay, that's no one understands yes. that reference. Um, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't follow, but okay, understood. Um, Steve, what's your ship of the week? Okay, um, I guess I'm going with uh, Ludo and Spider. Okay, so not, how- not the aforementioned uh, Ludo and uh, Bird. Why Ludo and Spider? Well, because Ludo definitely had had was excited to see Spider. He had treats for her. He remembers Spider, unlike Bird. <laughs> that's, a, and, that's, a, that's a basic qualification, yeah. Yeah, and and you and you get the uh, idea though. Of Spider was, I believe, uh, was Ludo's first 
girl, I believe. I, <laughs> First frankly, animal companion in Ludo yeah. in Ludo in the Wild. I, yeah. I, I've blocked out memory of that episode. That sounds yeah, right. So she's, she was first, so she's definitely a more of a special place in Ludo's heart. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alex. Look, the most beautiful relationship here is the one that was formed between Ludo and Dennis. From the very beginning, you see that Dennis has a strong affection for Ludo to the point that he has kept his helmet uh, safe and sound throughout all this time. Of course, he goes and finds that Ludo has not seen Dennis for a long time, but they slowly get to know each other again after Ludo's amnesia. And finally, once Ludo sees Dennis prove himself, Ludo finally learns to say, I I I love you. And they have a very emotional hug at the end. And it's just, it's great to see a, a bro- a brothers' relationships that have been separated for a long time, but because of those family bonds, they're able to get together once again. That, it's so nice to see families reunited. Sounded like you were reading from your own fanfic there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fanfic of my own life. I want it to be like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know how to grade that last one, but uh, let's, uh, Steve, I was most impressed by uh, maybe, to be honest, Steve gave the, the most traditional answer, even though it was about a spider. I'm going to give Steve five full points. Um, Michael, four points. Sam, three points. Alex, three points. I don't know. That that sounds right. Let's do that. Uh, so uh, after, yeah, well, I'll, I'll tabulate as we move on to our, our next question here. I, I, I can't, I can't uh, give low points to the... To the shippings because they're all valid. All our ships are valid, even Alex's problem. Is, even Sam's, which is not a ship. So wow, okay, Dylan. A, you know what? Desperate times call for desperate measures. Did, was you know, your, was your make, answer was your answer taken by someone else? Is that why you had to? We go have to, to make do without Starco. Look, so one of you four could just say Starco and don't even give an explanation. I'd give you five points. So, oh my god, <laughs> Dylan, that's cheating. <laughs> do that that's such an easy way anyway you are such a cheater number i just like an injured player winning mvp <laughs> yes exactly that's well, uh no one well, no one else well, is even playing well okay. ludo had them in his closet so yeah exactly they're Pretty in the awesome. episode that's <laughs> true <laughs> steve yeah, you should have um, gave that as your answer Come star on. and dummy marco should yeah. be the week Wow. Great. Let's get Ludo would, with the star doll. I think it, okay, <laughs> no. So, I think I would have given. I think I would have given ten points to <laughs> to uh, doll Mar- star doll Marco. Yeah. Oh my God, uh, Dylan. Question four is uh, is simple, and I want short answers for uh, Ludo or Lou don't. Alex. Lou do look. Ludo is a great character. He has intimacy issues. He has the daddy issues that he's needed to work out for a long time. He's a lost soul yearning for purpose. He's slowly getting there by attacking his demons one by one. And once he gets there, he'll be a valuable asset to the star Marco, Kelly, Tom team. And he'll help them take down whatever villain is coming down in the future. But only once he has settled his personal life. So Lou, do. I am for personal betterment. That's your That's your team? That's the dream team? <laughs> uh, sure, why not? Ow. Okay. Yeah, sure. What about yeah, Jackie? Ja- Jackie Jackie's Lynn? Not, Jackie's Jackie not on the Lee? show anymore. No, mm. she, she, she no. doesn't exist. I mean, her and Jana. Jackie and Ludo could hang out together if they really wanted yeah, to. Yeah, Jana. I feel like Jana's the bigger omission there. Ponyhead. Um, anyway. Uh, Sam. Lou, yeah. Lou, is it Lou Do or Lou Do? I don't know. Lou Do or Lou Don't? Honestly, I'm going to say Lou Do. Why? Because he's actually getting interesting. He has... You know, the hashtag mental health 
issues that I like to see represented. Not that like I actively want characters to be miserable, but you know, it's it's good rep for that. And hopefully, you know, he'll see a therapist and we'll uh we'll get a good, more well rounded, more healthier Ludo. Okay. Lu- two votes, Ludo. Michael, what say you? I'm going to continue the train and go Ludo because he's just a Starco shipper like all of us. He put them in their seven minutes of heaven closet Aww. for the whole episode. So Ludo. Ludo. 11 minutes in heaven. Wow. 11 minutes. 22 that's minutes a, in heaven. That's an yeah. answer I can get behind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Steve, Steve, what's your. Um, uh, you, you, said, you answered yes, Ludo, but you related it to Star Starco. What a brilliant choice. Okay, Steve, what's your Ludo or Ludo? Uh, yeah, y'all put me in a t- tough spot. I, I have no choice. I gotta say Ludon't. Um, yeah, he, he, is, he has served his purpose. He helped them defeat Toffee. I think his character's more linked to Toffee than anybody else. He had really nothing really to do with uh, with Meteora, Eclipsa, or Mina, or any of our future villains right there. So I think it's time to retire him. Um, I hope he gets better. I'm glad he's seeking help and stuff. But, you know, it's time to move on to other characters who need more fleshing out, um, especially Janna. <laughs> okay okay slow down you were you had a good track there okay um yes yeah yes steve correct good you got it that was the i love it love that answer okay steve's getting seven points because <laughs> i love seven. that answer uh michael's getting six points because that was also a brilliant answer and then sam and alice get four points also serviceable answers but um wow. they'll, they they'll do in a pinch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Lou it is out of five. Ludo in a pinch, yeah. Uh, just please, just relate your answers to Starko. I'm telling you, I'm giving you the the key already to winning. Michael and Steve lead with twenty points each, heading into question five. Uh, this is kind of complicated. Which character or characters in Star most need the truth box, and for what? And on what setting? So, which characters need it? What purpose they need it for? And which setting would they use the truth box for? Alex. This is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go. You know what? I think Jackie needs a party, man. Like she, (laughs) she's been through a rough time and she got the, uh, she had to break up with Mark after all that. And she's been stuck on earth without adventure. She's not been caught up in any of the star Marco stuff. She just has to deal with boring math class and she's been abandoned by her closest friends. Even Jana probably hangs out more with star and, Marco than she does with Jackie. We know that Jana and Jackie used to hang out in season one a lot more often. So she just needs a good time, and I think the bots can do that for her. What what's what's the truth function being used for? Um, I don't know. They can do the sleepover thing again, but it's fun because they get to express their true feelings. And Jackie can tell that to people who don't have any connection to Star and Marco, so she doesn't feel pressure of hiding anything. She can just let it all out. Okay, second follow-up. Is this party underwater? It could be. Okay, so you're not committing to the, the mermaid. Okay, gotcha. The problem is I don't know if Jackie and Johnny Blowhole are going to get along because Johnny Blowhole, like, he might have a history, you know? So I, 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 I don't want to commit to that. Okay. Uh, bonus. I, I like the Johnny Blowhole. That saved the answer, Johnny Blowhole reference. Okay. Um, Michael, uh, <laughs> who needs the truth box for what and on what setting? I think Star needs the truth box on the party setting because she never got the, the the box never got its chance to finish 
the fact that she had a crush on Marco back in the sleepover episode. So I need, it needs to repeat that answer to Star and also preferably st- Tom and Star together when they're the same spot. Yes. Okay. Tom, Tom Star and Nita hashing out. Okay. From the truth box. Yes. Like it. Okay. Uh, Steve, uh, tr- truth box, what setting for what purpose? Okay. I'm, I'm going with Kelly truth box for, um, uh, party. Um, she got kind of have to admit her, her feelings for Marco and get in the, and she has to get in the game. If she wants to be part, she wants to win the whole Marco harem thing. <laughs> Cause all she's going to lose it to star or someone else, or even Jana. Or pony heads, you never know. <laughs> but yeah, um, she needs to take pony heads' advice of you know you got to admit your true feelings. You cannot suppress them. And besides, Kelly was one of the characters who was omitted from the original like sleepover party. She needed to be there because she had because you had pony head, you had Jana, you had Jackie. I'm um, star. Like Kelly's like the only like major young female character that that was not there and she needs to get get her her, her chance okay that's that's a good point uh, alex how do you feel about steve giving the kelco answer and not you <laughs> well um it, it's an interesting question for sure because it could if that happened back in the sleepover episode it would have immediately been tad because that's all kelly knew at that point but several seasons have passed. She's gotten this connection with Marco. But at the same time, we still don't know how deep her, her history is with Tad. So if you put her under that pressure of putting the bots, she might give the answer that's deep down, which might be Tad. But she ha- that's because she hasn't come to terms with her true, with her, her eventual fate, which should be with Marco. Okay. Uh, Finn on that fanfic. Good. Good, 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 good follow up to Steve's uh, nonsense. Okay. Sam, I'm expecting big things from your answer here. What you got? Okay. So I would have the truth box on the Bachelorette setting for Jana. Ooh. Okay. Because I really want to know what Jana's preference is, but I don't want to straight up ask her. (laughs) You know, that's too confrontational. I don't want to like forcibly out her. But, you know, if it's like, so just get the push, box to do it for yeah, you. Yeah, if it's push comes to shove, you know, like, do you want, like, a Chippendale sort of thing for a bachelorette party? Do you want something else? Like, I don't know. So I'm not going to, like, put on an intervention or something because I feel like that's too confrontational. I don't want to be like, you know, are you gay? Like, I don't want that. I just want her to, like, feel like she can have fun. She can be herself. And, you know, maybe pick some lady entertainment for her bachelorette yeah. party. Yeah, she would yeah. totally do a seance for her bachelorette party. You know what? If it's like gay lady seance, I'm I'll, I'll be down with that. You know, to just calls up some gay ghosts. <laughs> yeah, male skeleton or female skeleton. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Does the okay. skeleton have boobs? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that's how that works. But okay, yeah. See, this is what I. What obvious answer is bachelorette setting, guys? Come on, that was the way yeah, I was looking duh. for here. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I wanted Star on the Bachelorette setting so we can finally have Starco happen, right? That's that's the that's the obvious. Yeah, answer, just like but... post like a bunch of Marco heads on these Trippendale dancers. <laughs> Too easy. You must suffer for your Starco. Well, that's the that yeah. You just that's the tagline for the show. So yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Sam, seven points. Great answer, Steve. I I like Steve's answer second most, five points, and then Alex and Michael also had good answers, like four points. So. Um, 
uh, going into the final question here, oh. uh, Steve is leading with 25 points. No Ooh, pressure, Steve. Pressure. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Sam and Michael, one point behind with 24, and then Alex basically out of it at 16. Unless he can, uh, he did pull a hail mary last week with this Tom with this Tom Star breakup question. Yeah. So well, let's see. So as as the returning the returning question, do these episodes bring us closer to the highly anticipated Tom Star breakup? Will it be next week? <laughs> they'll, they'll at least be on screen next week. Maybe it could happen next week. Are we closer to the highly anticipated Tom Star breakup? Um, let's start off with Michael. Yes, because of the truth box. They, you can ask Star who she has a crush on. It, she'll, she might hesitate. Tom will be like, oh, you're not even a princess anyway. I'm out. And then leave. And then Marco will be like, well... You're still a princess to me. And then <gasps> we all clap. Yes. <laughs> I love that little gas. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's me reading fanfic. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Um, I, I like that answer. The Yes, because the truth box is back in play in the show. Yeah. It's going to be next week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve, uh, are we closer to the Tom Star breakup? Yes. And simply for the same reason I mentioned last week. So I'm going to stick with my guns here. Now Star has quit being a princess. Um, you know, Tom's going to have to rethink things of a relationship, of their status being different. And and Star quit her job. If you remember 20 years ago, the first step of Ross and Rachel's breakup was Rachel quitting her job. So this is equivalent to the same thing as Star quitting her job as princess. And so not having like an income or a job being... Now, um, Tom is reconsidering his options here, and and deep down, he's a shallow person. He he he's like he just sees himself as the prince of darkness. He hangs out with royals. He don't really he didn't there show any concern when the when that monster being picked on when went shopping. So he's gonna show his true colors. Okay, we'll see if this Friends reference helps or hurts. Uh, everything on the line and Steve goes Friends. Interesting tactic. Okay. Um, I had to. We, like, <laughs> you had to. What do you mean you had to? That's the, lost her job. That is not, it's not a one-for-one one comparison. I mean, we're you're allowed to say out there things on this. But, uh, this is not a uh, yes, I'm sticking with my gun since I mentioned it last week. I'm going down yeah. with the I, also, I don't know if that'll help or hurt is repeating the answer. But Sam, uh, Tom Star Breakup. Yes, because... Of the highly anticipated episode, Booth Buddies. Here's how I think it's going to go down. I think Star and Marco are going to kiss in that episode. And Star's going to be like, oh, I'm still with Tom, blah, blah, blah. And then there's going to be like a whole thing. And then Tom and Star are going to break up. And then Starco will be like still confused. But at least Tom and Star will break up. The end. Man. Uh, okay. Getting more hype for Booth Buddies. Uh, week and a half now. <laughs> the hype is building. Alex, uh, are we closer to the Tom Star breakup? Yes, but I don't think for the reasons the, the Steve and Michael have said, because they seem to point to the fact that because Star is no longer a princess, that Tom will use that as grounds to break up with her. But as we've noted in this show, Tom has no interest in politics whatsoever. He seems to like Star just for the personality part of it. But on the other hand, Star is very interested in this part of her identity. This has been a huge part to her. When she realized that she wasn't a princess, she was broken. So while Tom, at first glance, maybe try to pretend to be supportive, like, oh, yeah, well, we'll get through this and all that. 
But when push comes to shove, Tom will demonstrate that he's not that interested in all this. And that's going to offend Star because obviously that shows that they have very different priorities in life. That Tom is just interested in, you know, living out his life the normal way. But Star is interested in helping people as much as she can. And she feels that not being a princess hinders her in that purpose. So once they realize that those priorities are just totally out of whack, that is going to end up putting too much friction on their relationship to the point of a breakup. But so I do think that this revelation is going to push Star a lot closer to that moment. Man, okay, Br- brought it for the second week in a row. I think that is closest to the truth, right? So I like I like Steve's read that Tom is shallow and won't uh, want to be at Star for being a princess. But we haven't seen that Tom Tom cares at all about royal stuff, like Alex said. So like Star is going to be broken up about this. Tom's gonna be like, who cares? I could be not a prince. It wouldn't matter, right? That's what you're saying, and. Uh, it's yeah, and uh, they, she Tom's like not going to be there for her basically. So yeah, lo- loving it. Agre- did I sum- summarize it? Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then Star and Marco will go to McDonald's together and ha- have yep. a good time. The so, end. I haven't read that. I haven't read that one, but they'll get a happy meal. <laughs> sharing a happy. They'll meal. feed each other chicken McNuggets. Uh, just mm. Alex desperately trying to recoup points with the Stark references <laughs> at this point, but not gonna not gonna cut it. Uh, I will cool. give I will give him ten points for that answer, double because that was beyond expectations. It won't be enough, but ten points for that answer for Alex. Sam on the other end gets zero points because she did not answer the question. Wow, not, screw you, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't the, answer the question. This, the question is how do these episodes bring I us closer? Care. Not how do booth buddies <laughs> in two weeks bring us closer? <laughs> Even show up in these episodes. Marco has been MIA for like weeks. Are you saying, Sam, that this what? question is ridiculous? Is, <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I think it's a good question, but I don't think we have to ask it every single week. Oh, Marco okay. was in Ludo Where Art Thou, just for the record. <laughs> he was not. That's pushing it. Okay. Um, Michael, uh, to be honest, I don't remember these answers. It was too long ago, but I've given Michael four points. Um, this was, oh, the, the, the box. Yeah, that's why. But uh, it wasn't. It, it, I don't follow the logic. wasn't there, but it was. It had the Starco, and I gasped. So that's that's a good answer. <laughs> um, uh, and I am going to reward Steve with five points because uh, he. It was a well thought out, well reasoned, defended response, despite the friends reference, <laughs> despite repeating himself, which means. Uh, also, so, are you really? Are you really a just? A, are you fine with comparing Marco to David Schwimmer? <laughs> Look, uh, he didn't say he, if he said that it wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened. But he didn't, yeah, he didn't make that, like a, he oh, didn't make that explicit uh, comparison. No, no. Uh, so it's 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 fine. Um, Ross so, uh, is a bad person. Exactly. Sam, yeah. Sam, Sam, okay, I don't, to be person. honest, I've never seen Friends, so I don't really care. But um, and well, I'm, I'm, probably I'm more of a Seinfeld guy myself, really. You guys yeah, know okay, Steve, for- don't ruin it. I'm about to crane you the champion. Um, <laughs> Sam, 24, Alex, 26, Michael, 28, and I never thought I would have seen the day. Steve, 30 points yeah. is our winner. Uh, Steve, 20 seconds. Talk about any star topic you want. It probably is going to involve Jana. Go. Okay. So it's when it's time for Jana to appear in the show. <laughs> um, I want her to be like uh, – to be the one who's going to – to be left. the advisor to the new <laughs> Queen of Muni Meteor. She probably would do that. Yeah. Wow, calling your shot. Okay, I like that. Making a bold prediction with the FaceTime. Janna, advisor to Meteora. Will that happen this season? Yes. We'll find out. Well, Janna yes. will be totally into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, if there's a lot of steps we need to take to get to that point. But uh, yeah, Are there, though? They could just make it happen. Uh, on a broader note, why hasn't Jana been involved at all in this whole yeah. monster plot? 
Like this feels like right up her alley. We're bringing just, monsters and humans together. Well, baiting her time. They're baiting their time. Um, can I can I just say one thing though? You used your over. twenty seconds. No, not that it's over. I just want to say, um, what what would I did if for the answer about um the the tooth box? If I said use the tooth box on Fool Duke to confess her feeling to Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what I was really thinking of doing, but then I said, no, I didn't want to take that chance. Especially since I was so close. <laughs> that would have been a great answer just because it's so stupid. So I would have, I would have rewarded that answer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dylan is so biased. We need a less biased judge. I, uh, biased in favor of yeah. stupid answers. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I would like should. to point out that it was my Ludo love that sunk this, this ship. So uh, all you Ludo fans, please send me condolences because... <laughs> Well, I'm just I, glad. I well, I'm just glad though I won and Alex was here because if Alex did not show up for this and I and I won, it would be tainted because I think the champion needs to show up every. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, get the yeah. Okay, St- Steve will return next week to defend his to defend his <laughs> title. Um, will he make more friends references? Will Alex show for Ludo more? We'll find out next time on the panel. And uh, will everyone just say Starco? Because now that I gave away how to win the panel, but okay. um, we already knew how to win the panel. Just he's you. <laughs> yeah, Dylan's like weird investment in Starco. <laughs> Look, this is how you watch the show. If if um if Reddit tells me anything, this is how you should watch Star. <laughs> what? Uh, just like you know, just be waiting on bated breath for Starco, and just everything else sucks. Well, uh, yeah. Well, for me, wow. for me, be, memes. if I was hosting this panel, for me, <laughs> yep. the secret would be mention Jana. Oh. Yeah, we got that, Steve. We got that. Already. <laughs> okay. Um, thank, thanks, uh, thanks to our contestant. Thanks for right. listening to us. Let us know what was your favorite answer. What did you think of uh, the panel here? Let us know overlyanimated.com. If you're listening on YouTube, you can uh, comment there as well. Um, come talk with us on Discord about Star. Uh, overlyanimated.com slash discord and thanks uh, p- support us via patreon patreon.com slash overlyanimated thank you very much to all of our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast Rachel aka Rachel Rose and thanks as always to our patron executive producers John Ryan Steve Alex Andy and Hugh um, big star episodes coming up uh, this Saturday with um, what is another mystery and uh, something some other nonsense Marco Jr. Marco right? Jr. That, is, that is some other nonsense yeah, yeah. Marco uh, and Craig Marco M. Preg episode Starko is happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. uh, Starco Child. It's canon. It's happening on Saturday. So tune in. Um, uh, Star is in that episode. There was a preview clip. Star is, oh, is on Earth. Star is on Earth. Yeah. I don't Spoilers. watch the preview clips. I, I, it aired on uh, Adam, like, show, was on, like, a Nevada local news and, like, aired the preview. Like, it was very that, That's oh, exactly so like on the uh, DCXD <laughs> YouTube page. So, Are you saying that's what Starco deserves, Alex? Is that what you're? Is that what you're I'm telling me? I'm saying that's what Marco Junior deserves. Okay. Well, you're insul- really already down on the episode without you <laughs> seeing it. Okay, that's a bold take. I like that. Um, so uh, we will be there for these episodes. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Hey. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.